Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the Wanda. Vision After, after show. show. After Show. I'm after. kidding. <laughs> We're a day late. Yeah. Sorry about that. We had yeah, something come sorry. up yesterday, but we are here today to talk yeah. about WandaVision uh, episode and nine, the, the season and series finale, and what our thoughts and opinions are, our review of the entire <laughs> series as a whole. And thank you for joining us today. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, thank you so much for being a part of season three. We're going to come back with more Marvel stuff later, possibly talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier and maybe some standalone episodes as well. So, um, again, come back on Monday for the Hontalk's first Star Wars podcast. And just happy you could be here today. Yeah. So uh, I'm Han. Uh, and this is Hontalk's first, the podcast you are looking for. And this is Chris. Hello. You can follow us at our social medias down below. And we've been here every week talking about the show. And now we're going to talk about (laughs) the last episode. It's all over. Uh, Another title for this episode could be Chris tries really hard to not cry over (laughs) WandaVision. (laughs) Even though it's nothing we can do about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's inevitable. Um, (laughs) So... Like we do every week, you're welcome to send in your thoughts and opinions, your questions in the live chat if you are joining us live now. Thank you so much for doing so. And we will try and answer as much as we can. Mm-hmm. So we started every episode with like general thoughts. So let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I Oh my God. It's just the show really did something really unique here. I really enjoyed it of course a lot of stuff that i was hoping for didn't happen but i honestly really enjoyed it and i am a cry baby and it was like hey you want to cry here's the finale we're gonna make you cry <laughs> real hard i'm like okay <laughs> get the tissues ready well, i didn't get tissues so i'm sorry you had to <laughs> just bear with okay. me but ah there's so many like little things teased here and there a lot of stuff that was really funny a lot of stuff that was meant to be funny i'm just like haha but really (laughs) and then i don't know i just overall i thought it was a very emotional way to end the show which is on par with what the show was about and even though like it kind of ended kind of suddenly it just really shows you how far the characters have come and I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a crazy ride. Mm-hmm. It was a fun show in general. Yes. We'll we'll dive into everything a little deeper in a couple minutes. Yes. But for me, um, the finale was fun. Uh, definitely not what I expected. Mm-hmm. Some parts of it felt very old school, like 80s, campy action films almost. <laughs> Uh, it was definitely like probably the most cheesiest episode for me, like as far as like uh, some of the like the lines that people exchange with each other, but it, in a good way, I mean, yeah. and it was and like I said, not what I expected, but I still had fun yeah. and um, I think the highlight moment for me was, of course, the vision versus vision scene. Yes! Which was- which was my favorite that was one of my favorite parts too i there was a thing where people are comparing like the wanda agnes fight with the visions fight and they have like something super violent and like just like throwing each other and it's like a bunch (laughs) of like girls like tearing each other apart and then it's like vision vision and it's like 
<laughs> to like philosophers or like the <laughs> yeah. brain thing. I'm just like, oh my god. Um, yeah. So that's 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 the scene. Uh, this was definitely my favorite scene of the of the show. And anyone who's watching live, you know, go ahead and Hello. let us know your favorite scene from the from the show. Um, I'll talk about this more. I want to welcome whoever's here. Oh, so yes. I know we got a couple people watching now. So thanks for joining Hello. us. We have in the chat Luca and Josh. Uh, thanks hey for coming guys. back. Uh, sorry we couldn't be here yesterday, but yeah, I'm sorry about we that. tried and we're, but we're here now. So thanks for joining us. Um, they just say hello and let's see what you have to say here. So, oh, Luca, I know you were probably sad because you were saying you loved Billy and Tommy. Hey, they're still out there. Still out I, there. I am holding out hope that we will get Young Avengers and they will grow to be superheroes. Wigan and Speed. They can't Weed. do this. <laughs> Weed. Weed. I mean, honestly, after everything that they've seen from not only like the comic book fans, but like people who watch the show and they're like, oh, you can't just kill these two kids. Like, mm -hmm. I think they can't and they're going to bring them back. Like, yeah. you can't just do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, especially with how there's like either hinting that either they got sent to a different dimension or maybe she's pulling from the multiverse to a dimension where they do exist, but they still know that her as their mom maybe like something happened to the wand in that universe maybe she went full like crazy there yeah who knows yeah um but we'll, we'll get into more of your comments in the chat in a second here uh we're gonna kind of start at the top of this episode and make our way through to towards the end mm -hmm. and we'll we'll jump in the chat here periodically and see what you guys are saying but thanks for joining us and keep uh, your thoughts coming in love to hear what you thought of the finale so first all let's start about the the opening to this which Opened up right where the last episode left off, which yeah. was on the street mm -hmm. um, with, like, yeah, mm -hmm. Angus Beef holding the kid, Angus holding beef. weed down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to draw this now. <laughs> and I honestly thought she was going to kill them right there. I thought she was going to, like, turn them into something and, like, be like, oh, see, they're not real or something. Like, try to mess with her. Yeah. And then she'd be like, no, I know what they are or yeah. something. I will say... Um, I forgot to mention this for overall. I, I was expecting a lot more Darcy, mm. a lot more, and Monica. A lot yes. like a lot of, Monica was barely in there. They did set a yeah. lot of stuff up for her, though. They did, but um, just the way the show introduced so many characters like Jimmy Woo, Monica, or Photon, Darcy, mm -hmm. I kind of thought there would have been like a huge reunion for mm -hmm. all of them on screen at the same time. Right? Maybe. Maybe. COVID had something to do with that because they were still shooting this in 2020. That would make so sense. So maybe they separated them for safety reasons. That can be just that totally be false speculating. But um, I, wa I was expecting like a huge group hug, group hug at the end. <laughs> so, okay, the one thing I am happy they didn't do mm -hmm. is they didn't do this. The I was really worried they were going to do like this, the simple like finale like mm -hmm. of a comic book movie where everyone like everyone's happy ever after right. and whatever i thought it was much more realistic it was still kind of happy ever after yeah. but it, it, it there's still some dark elements to it so i'm glad they didn't go full oh yeah happy. that would not have been genuine or like the thing the whole thing with like scarlet witch's character is that she goes through so much but she still perseveres and like she yeah. still is a good person but it doesn't mean that bad things don't happen. Yeah. And that's like her whole thing. So it wouldn't make sense to be like, no, no, everything's good now. 
it, there's like nothing bad going on. Like that would be her staying in denial. Yeah, definitely. So it was definitely the healthier. Like I'm kind of shocked how like they went in on that. Like it was literally a therapy session, but also they're like, hey, like there's a lot of problems. You don't have to solve everything right now. Just work on it. <laughs> Yeah, this whole this whole series was a therapy session. Yeah. I'm glad you pointed that out because you remember when we were joking like a few weeks ago saying like, what if they all just wake up and it was a dream or yeah. something? Well, technically, they it did. was a dream. It was just an augmented realistic version of Wanda's yeah. dream. So you could say she just woke up at the end of this. Pretty much, and yeah. Was she aware. was snapped out of it. Like, yeah. Rude awakening. But the thing is, Technically, she was dreaming because not only was she controlling Westview, but they said, we have your nightmares. We can't sleep. Yeah, she that was, was creepy. Not only broadcasting what she wanted to see into the world, but she was broadcasting her fears into their heads. Yeah, they were under full simulation. Like, that's like, creepy. It's terrifying. That is creepy. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it, it got intense. Intense. Exactly. <laughs> Luca and Josh, thank you so much for being participation. Yeah. You participation awards for both of you. Uh, if I had a prize, <laughs> I would I would give it to you. I'd give you some of my coffee, but I can't do that. Um, so let's see what you guys are saying. So, uh, let's start up here. Where at? Uh, you hear the twins the second card scene? Hell yeah, that was really cool. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. So we hear the twins in the end credit movie. scene. So she's gonna pull up the picture, which was a great. Oh my god! Uh, cliffhanger. So I love this look. So I, oh my god! When I saw like her outfit, I'm like, oh no! I already wanted to cosplay the Halloween version <laughs> of Wanda, but now we got to <laughs> do this one too. But I have no money. <laughs> but I, oh my god! I love. Also, I just love the design that they went. Sorry to go on a full tangent, but her outfit is so perfect. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like Hella from Rock Ragnarok. Yeah. But much more like, like more stylized in terms of like a little bit like her arms are showing. She has like gloves instead of like the full like almost scuba suit. But I love that it's a high neck with like the more structured thing, especially since she was saying in like so many interviews that at least she didn't have like a leotard with like a headband as her costume. Yeah. But she felt uncomfortable that everyone else had like costumes that were like much more realistic in terms of like. Black Widow, sure. Sometimes she had her suit zipped down, but after time, they let her zip it up and not have like her boobs out. Valkyrie, like almost all the characters, Wasp have suits that are superhero suits. Yeah, well, and she had like a corset and leather pants. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love this outfit. The one mm -hmm. thing that I um, thought of is, you know, I was I was really late to the X Men movies. I didn't watch them until like. A couple months ago yeah. i think it was and uh so that was my first time so it's still <laughs> fresh and this outfit actually reminded me a lot of magneto's True. outfit in the x-men uh two for, I, what is it called is it just x2? x2 okay yeah it reminded me a lot of that and maybe that'll tie in maybe it won't but maybe. uh yeah i love this it's outfit very it's... magneto and i love how her headband forms in this like her headdress yeah i love but, it's like, not tangible room? it's it's like thing? yeah i love that it's her outfit is it's like only she can wear it because it's conjured yeah it's it it probably comes on and off with just her powers pretty much yeah and i love that so back to what josh was saying so this end credit scene 
which was the moment I think everyone was waiting for, right? Uh, everyone's, yeah. <laughs> when we go into a Marvel movie, we're always speculating, what is the end credit going to be? <laughs> and how is it going to tie into the next feature or TV show? And this one definitely hints Very at Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, because she's obviously in her ethereal form here. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that what it's called? It's a, astral, a astral, astral form. Astral projection, yeah. And, but she's actually... I mean, they said in the show she's more powerful than the sorcerer. Yeah, Supreme, they were like full on, like, no, but, no, no, you, she just needs to like learn. Yeah, and it's proved because she's able to function in both worlds at the same mm-hmm. exact time. Right. Which is, yeah. So that just goes, it proves it on screen that she's more powerful. And that's like, Doctor Strange won't so even be able cool. to do that. Right. Cause he'd be like sitting, like meditating or something. Yeah he can't be doing both things at the same time. Like it's almost like she, if she cloned herself, yeah, she has two of her like doing completely different things. Like, Oh yeah. Make me coffee while I do my homework. Okay, <laughs> cool. Me. I'll be right there. Like, <laughs> so what is it with the twins then? What is, what does that mean? Cause they're, are they from another dimension or is it from, is she like inside dimension. her own head? Or, like, where are the voices coming from? Right. She's reading this, what did they call the book? It was, uh, oh my god, the Dark... Darkhold. Darkhold, yes. So she's reading that uh, spell book, which obviously she just keeps in her mind now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, she's in the astral plane. But, so it's a spell book. So she's possibly looking up ways to bring them back? Yeah. Or looking for other universes they might exist in? True, I mean, as a Nexus being, she can pretty much do either of those. She is also probably learning about her powers as well. And then she is harnessing those to then fully try to find her kids. Yeah. And speaking of kids, Uh, uh, I love the effects on this scene. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm sure they had the discussion. How are we going to do that and not make it look like the dusting from the snap? I love how they made a difference. And yeah. And and colorful and... mm -hmm. Like look like not only television parts, but like it looks like kids' toys, and they're just like hollow. Yeah, I <laughs> I love that, and it's like as it was. There was some effects in this that were kind of like kind of wonky, but it's understandable, like right. lower budget. But there were also some that were like really, really good, really good, and that was one of them for me. That one and Vision kind of puzzling away, <laughs> and. That's that's the moment that happened in this episode that I thought it was going to like start getting like Wanda was going to like flip out or something, right. but she didn't. She kept like level headed together like really well. She's just like, yeah, you're right. She and, <laughs> and the thing is, like through the show, basically, not only does she have to like hear like from like Agatha, hey, you're the Scarlet Witch. And you're you're a witch, first off. Like she's just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> she fully on also embraced it and used it to her advantage to cast those runes to protect herself and defeat Agnes. Yeah. And <laughs> what else was I gonna say? Oh my god, I'm blanking out. Oh, she had to listen to like all the people from Westview call her out and be like, I mean, we don't hate you, but like why did you do this to us? Like, did yeah. we really have to be involved in it? Like, what happens to our families? Like, yeah. they were traumatized. And after that, like, you don't even know if they really, like, forgive her. They're just like, there she goes. 
get out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they're not being violent toward her. They just want answers. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh had a comment. They subverted expectations without yeah. disappointing entirely. Mm-hmm. I liked it. So, um, yeah. Well, you have any thoughts on that? On their, I mean, yeah. Kind of set up and, mm-hmm. and deliver in the show. Um, I think it did deliver on most of the stuff that it was like advertising and planting as along the way it did go a little bit differently of course like nothing can be like the exact same there was a lot of like teasing stuff that wasn't included but it's just like references like little easter eggs for people most like that i guess but i think they did it in a really nice way i kind of kind of want to just go back and watch the whole thing i kind of already started rewatching it because i had people like in my apartment be like hey we kind of want to watch one of and i'm like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wait they're not watching no no they are it was oh. sid and meg oh okay yeah um but yeah it was pretty cool to be like oh i want to just watch a full thing and just know how it comes full circle yeah mm-hmm. yeah um so for me, as far as the the whole expectations and setup and stuff like that, um, they they did they did do a lot of that as far as with the I still believe with the engineer who right. you seem to think was the scroll, right? And the thing is, like people were saying that's like Talos's daughter or something, and I'm like, oh, I don't really know. But then we had the reveal right here at the last part of the episode, the first end credit scene. And hey, they're like, hey, the guy upstairs needs to know, needs to talk to you. And it's like, God. Nick Fury is God? <laughs> oh! Morgan Freeman. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine it's like there's two gods, Samuel Jackson <laughs> and Morgan Freeman. It depends. It's like good God, bad God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'd be so funny. But then she like just goes like hey, I'm bald and green, pointy ears, cool, cool. And I'm just like, oh, scroll. Was it the same? I think it's someone different, though. It's a different actor. But what? I mean, they can just make themselves look like whatever. What if one person isn't, like, pretending to be multiple agents? Or it's just another scroll? No, definitely I think it was a scroll, though. Because, like, with the technology and whatnot that they had, and just to tie it together with what's next. Would you all do me a favor? If you're watching this live, will you please give us a like? And um, it helps out a lot if you do. So thank you so much. There are six people watching. If all six Hello. of you like the like button, we'll have six likes. Ooh. Imagine that. So that would be fantastic. Um, and keep your comments coming in. What did you see? Did you see? Oh, yeah. The Oh, my God. The thing is this, the twins taking out sword. I love that. Boys, handle the military. <laughs> Oh, that was cute. Yeah. I thought it was a really cute, like kind of funny, kind of the Incredibles vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <Finding> the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was really funny. And when that happened, Monica's like protected them from the gunshot and she like diffused their momentum. Mm-hmm. But Wiccan actually caught Stopped. a bullet. Yeah. Um with his hand or with how his did his mind I think. Oh, with his mind okay so he he's essentially wanda yeah he has like magic power okay okay cool and speed <gasps> i'm gonna pull up the photo i know we're gonna get into the whole boner thing we're gonna get into that but you cannot tell me that this is not a full-on reference 
to Days of Future Past when <laughs> when Speed goes and then he goes like like goes against the people from the military. Oh yeah, look at that. And he grabs the cap and glasses. I'm just like, that is a full on reference to his uncle right here. You cannot tell me otherwise. <laughs> it was on purpose. <laughs> Boner. Boner alert. Okay, can we talk about that? Can we talk yeah, about okay. uh, Pietro? <laughs> this was this was one of those things where it's like it felt a little forced with the yeah. humor for me. It was just very <laughs> surprising for Disney Plus. I'm like, wait, really? Yeah. Already with the kick ass thing, I'm like, huh, they're kind of pushing it here. Like they're seeing ass multiple times on Disney Plus. I mean, I don't know what rating the show does. And I don't I think you can say as, but they normally say but or something like that. But they're just fully I mean, they have Gordon Ramsay like cursing at people in his shows streaming on Disney Plus, but that's just because it's another franchise. But uh I just it was kind of weird to just have that humor out of nowhere. Yeah, and was that the whole point of this character as a uh, humorous gag? Because he ended up being Ralph. And yeah. having nothing to do with the X Men universe, right? So, w- was there something more to this boner joke, or was it simply just a joke? I have a couple thoughts about that. To be honest, okay. I think I have multiple, not just theories, but like this is so me. By the oh way, oh my god, I know. I saw <laughs> that. I'm like, oh my god. Also, I look at Comme de Garçon, like, um, like a little sticker on it. Okay, that's the picture that made me want to tweet this. I said I put out a tweet yesterday and I mm-hmm. said you can tell a lot about a guitar player and how talented they are by <laughs> the faces they make when they play and have a conversation with somebody. I have <laughs> I have I, <laughs> I have this friend of mine, Addison, and it, he's never going to watch this so he's not going to know. Oh, but is, are we going to roast him? When he's playing like guitar or something, like just simple G D C or whatever, and I like try to have a conversation with him, this is the face he makes. <laughs> just goes like no completely deadpan and yeah (laughs) and then he's like yeah so he's not like yeah (laughs) yeah it's like and then i do that sometimes too and more like the uh, (laughs) like concentration like i thought you were gonna say constipation (laughs) that too (laughs) he looks constipated a little yeah he's like (laughs) (laughs) but sorry so i like i said i never thought he was going to be relevant but i kind of expected it not to be well not like that but I like know. i thought that was like an a, just an like ex- a visual gag yeah and i mean I, he was a comic really it makes sense the i wish i could play the video but you sent me that spider-man spoof thing and oh, it was like, like not funny yeah not you funny didn't i laugh. didn't laugh i'll put it i'll retweet it or something so you guys can see but that was i don't know it just felt kind of weird mm. and it felt like like just to find some kind of reason to get Monica out of the picture while they were the two parties were fighting off in downtown mm. in the square um, because yeah because she was just trapped in his man cave yeah and I'm also confused about was he was he still under the influence of Agatha at that point yes because he had the shells necklace which had oh that's right on. okay so so once she ripped it off he snapped out and he's like hey don't hurt me i'm just uh i'm what was it like he didn't say he was an actor right he just had a resume lying around or no he's male but he had a headshot yeah he was an actor 
Yeah. The thing like a struggling is, actor. There was a photo of him younger with brown hair. I think I have a huge theory because I would like to believe certain things because, you know, it just makes me feel a little bit better. I think that this is still Peter Maximo. <laughs> you do? <laughs> it could be. I'm not saying like he definitely is, but I think he still could be. And here's why. The photo doesn't match up. Why would he laugh at his own last name? His last name is Boner. He probably picked it. I think he's the witness protection person. And he is P- Peter from the Oh, X-Men and that's universe. a fake name. Mm-hmm. It's a fake name. He chose oh, it. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Right? Yeah. Because you can pick your name. You're just like, haha, yeah. Boner. <laughs> like, okay, that makes more sense that he's the witness protection guy. Yeah, because they never really revealed who that is. And they, they never yeah. showed him until later. And he had like a whole other identity. Mm-hmm. I like that. It could work out. It might be completely bonkers and not true at all, but I think No, that's a great starting point. I, I love really that. like I would like to think that. And that way, like you still have like maybe he doesn't remember. Maybe he got like men in black or something. Yeah. And he needs to be like tapped by a vision. Mm-hmm. And just, you know. Uh let's go into the comments again. Uh Josh says a lot of people were disappointed mm-hmm. about all the Easter eggs, but I think they will come back around way later down the road in the next saga of the MCU. So I'm not sure which ones in particular you're talking about. Do you know? Probably like the Wonder Man ones. Wonder Man. Yeah, like in the fur in the Wonder Vision, Wonder Man, when they're in the supermarket, they had like um a sign or something, and then they had like in within like the they call it, like ceiling they had like a helmet and they're like obscure oh. references to like some characters from the comics like older characters like wonder boy or oh. wonder man something like that i well, keep wanting to say wonder boy because of hercules that's not it <laughs> well you know what josh there's easter the easter eggs in these movies they definitely mean something mm-hmm. and most of them are provided by kevin feige i was listening to an interview with the russo brothers mm-hmm. like two days ago because they were just we're talking about cherry and yeah, endgame and stuff like that and they were asked questions about like some Easter eggs in Endgame and Infinity War. And they said, we still can't really talk about it right. because it's stuff that's going to be reintroduced. So they're not even allowed to talk about uh, yeah. deleted scenes because it's stuff that's... So can come into play or be reused. Yeah. Later. Well, they said there's there's scenes they shot for Endgame that are going to be reused for a different movie. So... Ooh. They took something out of Endgame and they're going to put it in a different movie. But they don't know I think yet, it's Spider-Man or... 3. Would make sense. And if they're going to play with the multiverse thing, that could be like an Definitely. alternate event or like, yeah. I don't know, just a deleted scene from that event. But so that's, you make a good point. The Easter eggs will probably pay off. Oh, definitely. Even, even Howard the Duck. I think oh, in, in some yeah. way, we're not going to get a Howard the Duck movie unless George Lucas is writing it. <laughs> Leah Thompson is like, I am not sleeping with that duck again. <laughs> Poor woman. <laughs> but look, like my impression of Morgan Freeman's. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Thank do you it very right. much. That was terrible. I'm sorry. My life. <laughs> okay, so he says it too. He thinks the Easter eggs will pop up in oh, Spider-Man Three and Doctor Strange definitely. too. Definitely. Uh, definitely. And uh, another. And even if it's not just this directly right after, I mean. Most of the stuff in the MCU, it's there for a reason. Like, if it went so far to appear in the movies, they went through enough, like, hurdles 
to then be significant because there might be like a throwaway, but it's like a very minor thing. If it's something like referencing someone big from the comics or something that happened, stuff like that, it's going to like have some significance. Yeah, I agree. And they take a lot of inspiration from the comics, but they mm-hmm. don't like, you know, stay, Fully stay true it. to it, which is mm-hmm. really nice to see as well. Yeah, they're the um, thing. And you have a picture of a comic here. Do you want to? I don't know what that. Oh, this one. What the context is? Yeah. So, wanna... I just sent this over because I saw that somebody made this connection because they said, "Oh, Jimmy, uh, authority looks good on you." I'm like, "Hey, hey, hey, hold up!" I know somebody was saying stuff about like a Jimmy Woo show, and they were just like trying to pitch it and try to get it happen. But like, what if it's not only just like an X Files like paranormal investigation kind of thing, and it's this. So apparently Jimmy Woo is the founder and like <laughs> or like leader of this agents of Atlas, which is another like team up monkey. He, I know monkey. <laughs> He's I honestly and don't hello, know too Momo. much about them. Momo. It looks like Momo from uh Oh my my hero. My hero. <laughs> 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 yeah, a little. It's this twice. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, um, I could see that happening. Honestly, I could. I, it's a little bit more, it seems like either more recent or like a deeper cut. But, you know, Jimmy Woo is popping off right now. Yeah. So. I wish there was more of him in this. I know. He's I, so funny. He needs to be on more stuff. Like, I know we have Quantumania coming up. And I'm like, you better put some Jimmy Woo in there. I know you got Paul Rudd and like everyone is like really charismatic. I'm like, please. Give us some more Jimmy Woo crumbs. <laughs> and I'm going to say something a little... Uh, some people probably won't agree with me, but... Controversy. I'm not convinced that director Hayward should be sent to jail. Excuse me, what? <laughs> I don't know why what he did was enough to send him to jail uh, and let me elaborate before you tell me i'm wrong <laughs> but the, you are <laughs> the, <laughs> he let's look at what he did throughout the events that happened here yes he was trying to make a, a sentinel mm-hmm. out of vision yeah. or something some kind of just weapon yeah. weaponize him for god knows what that could come up later but wanda was holding a town hostage and is a, th- a possible threat to, you know, outside circumstance as well. And him as the director of SOAR decided to invade, had the wrong type of procedure and way of going about it by, you know, like just straight up like nuking the place and stuff like that. But um, he tried to end the, the little hex, stop Wanda and get the people's lives back and stuff like that. And, um, and he was arrested for was it for building the 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 sentinel okay i don't know exactly what specifically he's being charged for but i have a couple things that he could be charged for one (laughs) making like i can you be like charged for going fully against like someone's wishes and like turning them into a weapon i don't know but they should first second Attempted murder. <laughs> Not only of just Wanda Maximoff, but he tried to nuke the Hex. So to try to liberate the people of the Hex, he was going to nuke them. And I don't agree with that. And that's <laughs> that's the mentality 
governments have, military have. Yeah. Like, if there's a problem, we'll nuke the whole thing. Right, which is... And so it's... It's speaking a lot of truth into, like, how messed up, like, systems that are in place are. I don't think that he is... I feel like he did a lot of stuff wrong, but I also think yeah. like he was doing a lot of that stuff on purpose, knowing full well that he was in the wrong, but framing it. So kind of just gaslighting his whole team to be like, no, 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 we're the good guys. I got you. Like, you trust me, right? Like, I am your boss and I tell you what to do. So corruption. Yeah. Okay. He's probably arrested for manipulation of, of footage and yes, blame. like falsification of evidence. Okay, that I can see that. I mean, I mean, I like government files. I like that he's going to jail. Yes, and I don't like the character, so everyone knows. But I just wish there was being an asshole. (laughs) I just wish there was a little bit more understanding for us Mm -hmm. why he was being arrested at that point, because he was powerless Mm -hmm. uh, in general. He he doesn't have a superpower or anything like that. But I mean, he has. He made the vision. Yeah. To be a weapon to use against everyone. Yeah. And the vision to like delete his tracks. He wanted to cover up his own murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're you're totally right. I just I, there was a lot of things in this finale that I wish we had a little bit more explanation for. Um, the, the Hayward thing being one of them. Yeah. Uh, another one was where the heck is Wizen. did <laughs> Wizen? <laughs> White Vision. Wizen. <laughs> where did Wizen go? Where did Huizhen go? He was. <laughs> I put up a tweet that nobody liked, and I thought oh, it would do really it well. Was really funny, it was uh, White Vision when he <laughs> finds out when he gets all his memories back, and it was this guy like fart blast offing into the space, and he just <laughs> dipped out and left. Yep. And there was nothing after that. There was no post credit mm-hmm. scene about where he went. He, there's I no he explanation. Was be the one in the cabin or something. I don't know. It it's it's like i love lingering things in movies mm-hmm. but when he just like dips out and there's just Huge nothing cliffhanger. it's like i don't know that was that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because it was is- like okay then what was his purpose was to kill the vision mm-hmm. and then he finds out he was the vision yes or neither of them were a vision i guess with the whole ship of thesis which was yeah i want to talk about later um, right really cool really important to talk about but then after that point he his his programming uh, from sword is still intact so what becomes his purpose at that point he's just a walking ai so where did he go what what came into his mind after that like what if you cuz at this point he's vision after infinity war right in in his mindset so what is happening at that time period that would mm-hmm. cause him to shoot up into space well the thing Thanos? is i feel like it's i mean maybe the thing is at this point thanos he doesn't know thanos is dead so right. maybe the thing is he also, I mean, yeah, he has the memories uncovered of what Thanos did to him, but also he has the conflicting sword protocol files and his real files that were kept from him on purpose. Yeah. So I feel he's going on a soul searching little, like, figure his stuff out. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm just like, show me. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, I'm, I wish they. They're not allowed to, but I want them to make like a Dr. Manhattan like reference and just have him sit like, hmm, <laughs> something like that. I just thought that would be really funny. <laughs> While also like showing that he's like doing some thinking. Yeah. Or I just wanted him to like have a word with Wanda and be like, maybe just like an I'm sorry and then go. But the thing is like Wanda's just like, what? <laughs> it's like, 
Vision's right there. <laughs> so let's get into more of what you guys are saying here in the mm-hmm. chat. Some some interesting stuff going on. Luca suggested Wiccan will become more powerful than Wanda. Ooh, I like that theory. Be? So, um, well, that's the thing. I, I don't know anything about his powers. He is more closely related to Wanda's powers than speed is. Yes. So him becoming more powerful than Wanda, is that a possibility? Well, if Wanda finds him and trains him, Mm -hmm. I could see that happening. Right. But then, like, can more than one person be the Scarlet Witch of some given point? Um, Or can he exceed the powers of of a Scarlet Witch? He'd be the Scarlet Wizard. Scarlet Mm -hmm. Warlock. Scarlet Warlock, yeah. (laughs) Uh, that's an interesting theory. So hopefully you also suggested in the chat that uh, maybe they'll grow up and we'll see an older version of them in like future Avengers movies or something. Mm-hmm. So that'd be cool to see as well. Yeah. And Josh just says boner in the chat. Boner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what else is going on here. All right. Oh, yeah. The kick thing. Like, I mean, of course, that was like a reference to, to well, both Aaron Taylor Johnson out so that and the Peter audio Max. listeners oh, know what you're talking about. Sorry. So Josh Anderson says the kick thing was a reference to the movie that had both Quicksilvers in it, though. Kind of tongue in cheek. Yes. So we did discuss this in a couple episodes back when they said it. So I we just thought it was really cool how they referenced so like, hey, we got we're the same dude. But also we were like best buds in this movie back in the day. Like it was just really a cute little reference. I was just mentioning it and. Like in conjunction, would that make sense? Yeah. Like together with the boner joke, how through Evan Peters, they got away with so much for a Disney show, which I'm kind of shocked. <laughs> I mean, the Marvel movies have like a couple curses in them, right? Yeah. But very it's rarely. very, like, very rare, or they had cut them off, kind of like the Nick Fury being dusted. Mother. Yep. Oh. Someone was saying mm-hmm. what like they really want to see Nick Fury in the Come. new Deadpool so that you can <laughs> finally like, hear him say mother effer. And I love that. Yes, that's how you do it. Yeah, I would. That's a great <laughs> idea. Whoever in the world said I that. I want that's, that to happen now. That'd be fantastic. But the thing is, how do at one point in time, does that have to happen or would it be like a flashback or something? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. We'll have to wait and find out. Um, let's jump into this. Go for like this. Oh, oh, I didn't see this. Okay, so who do you think would win Darth Vader versus Wanda? Wanda, hands down. (laughs) Wanda. Okay. You know I'm a big Star Wars guy above anything else, except for true romance. But. Oh, I I thought you meant like true romance was part of. I'm like. What did you did? You, was there something in your coffee <laughs> to put dirt in? True romance, the movie. Um, Darth Vader versus Wanda. Okay, well, let's look at it from a you know technical point of view. Wanda mm-hmm. is more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme, mm-hmm. right? So she's, I guess you could say she's like a Force user because she can use the astral plane, which is a spiritual form of yourself. Mm-hmm. Darth Vader is Force sensitive, but he is crippled in his Force sensitivity. He is relying on a suit that was made to mm-hmm. cause pain. Yeah. And he has no control over his limbs, which your limbs is what connects you to the force in, in the strongest like way. By, like rage and like power. Yes. Yes. So he's weak. Mm-hmm. So he is crippled in the force and crippled in his feelings and his mind. Mm-hmm. And while I think if it was a duel, like if they were fighting with lightsaber or like, 
lightsaber, lightsaber, something like that. Mm-hmm. Or Darth Vader would definitely win. Yeah. But when it comes to like both of their individual powers up against each other. Oh, Wanda uh, would body would Wanda. Him. However, I think Darth Vader has more mind manipulation power than Wanda does. It depends on who gets to who first in that oh, situation. Yeah. If Wanda goes, if it's not okay, if it's not Wanda, like during like exactly the beginning of WandaVision, where she's super susceptible to like manipulation, mm-hmm. but at the end of WandaVision, she can just be like, "No, no, no one can do this to me again. You're gonna die." <laughs> what if what if she walks up to Darth Vader, does one of these, mm-hmm. and then it just shows him in like a void of sand screaming no <laughs> that's his jail you know how like agnes is gonna be it's the nosy sand. neighbor it's kind of like not to just bring it back to evan peters but in american horror story like the third season they have like their personal hell and like um that would be anakin's for sure <laughs> <laughs> And it's the no from Revenge of the Sith. No! There's another impression for you guys. So thanks for that little comment there. Um, I want to move into this vision versus vision logic battle because mm, that was the most fascinating for so me. So good. Probably my favorite part of the entire series. They just because like philosophy was... 101 to themselves out of a fight. Yeah, because <laughs> this scene was so cheesy. I love it. Was, it. It, was... it wasn't like bad cheesy. It was like cheesy enough but also being like full of stuff that's like you know what they're, they're kind of spitting facts yeah well yeah it was it, it took a f- philosophical turn mm-hmm. and it reminded me of like in the middle in, of the chaos literally yeah. they're just like no 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 we need to like think when he's just like they're fighting and he's like wait do you know this blah blah, blah. i require further elaboration yes! and it's like, like i was like that's my that's my new favorite line it remind that whole scene reminded me of like when I was in college and one of my friends was a philosophy major. And one thing you never want to do is get into an argument with a philosophy major because they just, they won't let it die. And when they were like talking to each other, but they were on the same page, which is really fantastic. And they brought up the ship of Theseus and that whole thing. Have you been ranted about that? (laughs) Have you been ranted to about the boat of Theseus? No, this was the first I've heard of this ship. And I found it to be fascinating. So it's real. Mm-hmm. It is. I believe so. And I think it's like a like one of those like conundrum things, kind of like um, the trolley problem, but like more like, hey, is this what it more metaphysical? I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was just, <laughs> it was just so like, cheesy. It was like I mean, yeah, the... like if you have something and you break it apart and you put it back together, is it the same thing? Mm-hmm. But if you put it up in a different formation, is it still the same thing? Because technically, this microphone and I could be like, isn't that we share like DNA with bananas or something? Mm -hmm. Like there's only a couple changes and you get a full human being with sentience and everything. Or you have a banana that you can eat. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how so many, there's only so many combinations you can get, but how you do it can get you completely different results Mm -hmm. so i kind of feel it's also like that like what if we like completely like destroyed me sorry and (laughs) we just put it back together but something's different and i'm just i don't know i'm a dog now cool honestly very good deal (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh my god (laughs) excuse me 
So there's anyway, that's not what I meant. But like, I mean, I vision is vision, but there's something that was changed. So is he new? And this new vision has part of what the other vision was lacking, mm-hmm. but he has no parts of the original vision. Mm-hmm. Except for, I guess, part of the Mind Stone that Wanda gave him, which is a whole other thing we'll get into as well. Which, <laughs> But it's just very interesting how they were playing into that whole thing. And it pretty much pulls into question, yeah, because we had this vision, who we thought was the vision made out of the parts that, quote unquote, Wanda stole. But it was a completely different vision. Sorry. You yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a funny meme that I saw, oh, which yes. I really resonated with, and it's um, it says here normal superheroes fighting versus visions fighting each other. Let me see oh, if I can you get that. Probably in get there. it closer and look at the glare down. You can do the beauty oh, gross thing. There we go. So that's regular, regular Avengers fighting versus visions fighting at the bottom there, and like. <laughs> <laughs> like now a seated discussion the star wars visions to just be like visions fighting yeah <laughs> and so this scene was running parallel with the scene of agatha and mm, um agnes. agnes and um scarlet witch fighting yes and i this is this is what made not only the philosophical conversation cheesy but the whole entire sequence mm. cheesy because they were just floating around yeah and it it, I honestly didn't. That, that, that was my least favorite part of this episode was them just floating around because it was so obvious they were standing on like a green block in a green room. Or like and it remind- with the thing that they, with the green thing. Yeah, or that too. And it reminded me of the Star Wars prequels. And <sighs> it's it was just, it lingered on for a little too long, yeah. I think. And it also just didn't make sense mm. because Agatha's powers were drained. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Wanda's, Witch's powers were also yeah. drained. And if they're drained, how are they keeping themselves afloat? Especially if Ron- Wanda was putting up runes mm-hmm. around the hex. Doing, yeah. uh, Agatha should have just. It was a glamour, and like it wasn't really her like getting gray later on when she was like fully gray, and it was just to make Agatha think that she was losing her powers because she was tricking her, thinking that right. she was absorbing her powers, and then it's like, no, I was putting runes. Yeah, well, let's go to that. So there you was... brought this up, this picture here. Oh yes. I found this photo and it's really cool how they brought back the whole thing when they had in the beginning of the episode, the recap and they said, Oh yeah. Don't you know only a witch who casts the runes can put a spell in the area. And I'm just like, Oh, she Wanda's going to do it. <laughs> so I thought it was really interesting. I'm just like, yeah, it's going to happen when it did. I'm like, yes, <laughs> she did the thing. She's learning really fast. So we, what was it? What was it? while you're thinking uh bye luca thank you so much for joining us in the chat today we'll see you very soon have a great rest of your night and for the rest of you thanks for sticking around we're going to keep talking for a little bit longer here oh so yeah sorry this fight with agatha and wanda it wasn't only them just like fighting but also it was wanda turning what agnes was doing against her like Mm -hmm. to her advantage yeah and at one point she even does and she disappeared like kind of mocking her Mm -hmm. and i'm just like and she's just being like, no, 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 you can't do this to me anymore. I know your tricks and I'm going to use them. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool, too. Yeah, because uh, because Wanda has uh, pretty much been established as the most powerful Avenger. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe aside from. 
can't think right now. I had it in my mind yesterday, but she's most, one of the most powerful Avengers. Yeah. And um, Agatha found the weakness, and the only weakness mm-hmm. is to suspend her powers. Mm-hmm. Oh, and emotion, yeah. yeah. And the runes seem to be the only weakness thus far. I think Vision would be the only one to possibly kill her. And that's oh, yeah. only, because only because of their relationship. Yeah. Only because yeah. of the, their emotions together that they have. I think... Just like off the top of my head, I think the strongest Avengers, I'm not going to put them in any particular order right now, and I'm going to go with people who are alive. So, Wanda, um, I was going to say Brie Larson, <laughs> <laughs> the real person Brie Larson, <laughs> um, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, and Thor. Ooh, interesting. What? Okay, so... Who's had a more traumatic life, Wanda or Thor? <laughs> oh, that's hard. That's a hard question. I feel like they should bond over it, though. I feel like they'd just be like, you know, it's not a competition. We should just talk about our feelings. No. <laughs> I'm saying that they should be best friends. I ship them as a friendship. Yeah. Like a platonic ship. I feel like they'd be really cute. Yeah. Just like go get ice cream and like mm-hmm. watch dumb movies. You should make a drawing. I do it. Yeah, but that's an interesting I don't thought. Know if I can draw both people though. They both have very similar storylines. Mm-hmm. Thor has you lost everything and everyone. Her home? His home? Yeah. And the planet and, you know, Loki several times and mm-hmm. uh, the Asgardians. And he's been lied to as and, well, like multiple times. And taking the blame on himself for yeah. the, you know, wiping out of half the universe. Mm-hmm. And Wanda. At the time, Infinity War had ended and Endgame had come out. I was saying that Thor has the most tragic mm-hmm. like life out of all the Avengers. And he's like the one who's struggling the most. Before and then Infinity this show War? came along. Hmm? Before Infinity War? Oh, no. After after Infinity War. Oh. After like... Even with having to kill her boyfriend and then having him killed in front of her again. And Wanda? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still thought it was him. Oh. But... That's only because Wanda wasn't as big of a main character. And this mm-hmm. show was all about, you know, bringing her to the forefront mm-hmm. and actually actually establishing a, a hero in her. And it's interesting because before this show, I never even considered uh, her backstory or her significance as an right. Avenger. And I wonder if it was part of the plan to do a single thing with her later on. Mm-hmm. And... I just like I like that they're able to do that with these Avengers movies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like they can bring in all these characters and then tell the backstory, right. and they don't rely on having to tell each story, each origins before they build up to the. I mean, they the did whatever. at first, but now they can be like, "Hey, here they are," and then we'll talk about them more in depth later. Yeah, I feel like a way that people also didn't really think that much of Wanda first, even though she's being played by Elizabeth Olsen, who's a really talented actress, was that. They kind of simplified her in Quicksilver and Age of Ultron a lot. They're just like, oh, yeah, they're edgy boys. They're out here just being like emo and like fighting. And yeah, they're orphans. But like they were also made like forced to volunteer Mm -hmm. and like all that. But like, oh, but they got their powers out of it. It's like. No, <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> you know that one, um, Elizabeth Olsen was in another movie with Tom Hiddleston? 
what? And they played a married couple. Oh, what? And they were both musicians. What? Yeah, I saw a clip what of it. What is this? And the, Tom Hiddleston was like playing guitar and singing. And Wait, then Elizabeth Olsen. Is the one where he's a country singer? Yep. But he's like, sweet name. He's singing the Walmart Kids song. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, it's not the kids' song, but yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. song that the Walmart kid. Bye, bye, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to watch that movie, but it's interesting that they have a, another movie. So cool. I've only seen yeah, the clip of him singing that song. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, it in the clip I saw it looked fantastic, but it it looks like that's another story. I heard it's really good. I don't remember the name right now, but yes. Um, we could talk more about this scene here because <laughs> this one actually gave me Dark Phoenix vibe. Mm-hmm. Um. But done right I'm sure <laughs> for the, once. I, yeah, I'm sure this was like done in the comics a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of her coming into her own, her own, uh, finally accepting her role as the Scarlet Witch. And it was definitely one of the more significant moments of this because, you know, this whole entire show has been building up to the point of finally get, finally establishing this character and her becoming the Scarlet Witch has finally happened and i hope we get to learn more about what exactly this scarlet witch is because obviously it's established that she's stronger than the uh sorcerer supreme dr strange but what does that mean exactly because like we said last week she's just an innate spell bender and if any of you watching right now know exactly from the comics what scarlet witch means to that world uh drop it in the comments below but does this mean that she is going to be the next villain in the Marvel Cinematic Universe since that's what's heavily rumored I'm not suggesting it but that's one of the rumors going around right now is that she will be the villain in Doctor Strange 2 and this after credit scene could suggest that she opens a multiverse to try and find her lost kids so that way she can uh, that's what introduces the multiverse of madness and I know some of you commented in in the chat here about about that specifically. So let me see if I can find it here. Um, well, Josh says, I think Agnes will most definitely pop back up later where to find her if needed. And I, I definitely agree. I think I think she was put into a. Where um, they can find her. Yeah, she was put into that simulation. Oh, it was like, I'll know where to find you or something, wasn't it? Like, Yeah, that was. I think that was intentionally set up to tell the audience she's coming back. Yeah. And I just want to say with Catherine Hahn, yeah. I don't have a picture. I wish I did. Yeah. I think she's very, uh, definitely after this show has been overlooked by cinema oh, lovers. <laughs> A woman. Well, yeah, anything. Because, uh, I mean, even even myself, I, I, I always pictured her as that farcical, com- comedic, uh, like, relief mm-hmm. in movies. Like, she's always been a side character yeah. who comes in, talks like this, says something stupid, and then walks away. Yeah. And so she's never got a chance to shine. Right. And in this, when they said that this girl was, Catherine Hahn was going to be in the show, I was like, really? You're going to go that type of humor? <laughs> But no, they didn't. They she's a and she is hilarious. Don't get us wrong. She is like, funny, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's I I didn't expect this to come from her. People are suggesting awards consideration. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was that fantastic. It was great. Definitely, that's what it was. It showed. Paul it showed so much. Paul Bettany, really? Yeah. Explain 
Why do you think so? He's in it. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, dude, you fought yourself. Here's an award. Thanks. Bye. Okay, so that, <laughs> Jimmy that cameo just he's talking about, he's talking about himself. You Maybe. Think? I mean, we talked about it. Like, what a troll. So- you know? Blame Kevin Feige. <laughs> I do. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> For everything, it's like you. I bump my toe on the bed. It's like Kevin you Feige. <laughs> take the good, you take the bad. Take it's the like rest. There you have. Dinkleberg. <laughs> but like, <laughs> uh, yes. Thanks for sending that in, Josh. Thank you so much. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Aaron Taylor Johnson were husband and wife in Godzilla. Wait, wh- I do not remember that. Godzilla. Wait, which one? Oh my God, they were. Josh, you just blew my mind. I love that Godzilla movie, and I didn't even remember that. Oh, my gosh. Is that some kind of West Virginia song? Sweet home. (laughs) Sorry, that was a really bad rendition of it. Um, Wow, you totally blew (laughs) my mind. That's crazy. Wow. That's kind of worse than the one time I told you that it was weird that like the guy and the like the divergent people were like dating and like falling. Oh their yeah, because these people yeah. are married and they were twins. It's like two levels higher. I wonder what that's like for them for right? any actor like- <laughs> to be like married in one role and then go to playing brother and sister because some actors like actually mm-hmm. get so much into it that they become intimate themselves in real life. Yeah. That actually happened to me on set once. There, we were shooting this these two Hold people, <laughs> and it was this girl and this guy. It was a small short film, and I was actually the DP. And they were supposed to be like meeting in an Uber and fall in love and oh. stuff like that. And uh, they actually started getting feelings for themselves in real life while shooting it. And it was, it was it, so that that happens. That happens on set. And I wonder if like I mean, a lot of people have that happen. And I mean, it wasn't we. Was Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield before or after Spider-Man? Uh, their relationship? Mm-hmm. Also, I, have, I have no idea. Um, they were in a relationship and then they did Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Got it. Yeah. Um, but, but they might have been in another stuff. movie too. I mean, Zac Efron and Gabrielle. Uh, <laughs> and, Gabri- yeah. and Vanessa Hudgens. Like a bunch of people have done that. So it kind of makes sense since you have to be so close to a person and have like all these conversations and also practice being like, this close to each other <laughs> we should play we should be in a movie i'm kidding <laughs> yeah I, i'm down <laughs> oh, I um i definitely agree she will open the multiverse for to find the kids mm-hmm. and she is the madness in doctor strange and the multiverse of madness oh interesting mm-hmm. she's the madness i like that's a good twist it is her multiverse huh so it's her multiverse i'm kidding it's not but i could multiverse off madness oh i see what you're saying okay we go i'm for the audio listeners, I'm trying to wiggle my eyebrows really quickly, <laughs> but also I have bangs. <laughs> for the audio listeners, my... go and check out the YouTube sometime. We put up fun visuals, and you get to see our, our bright and shiny faces, and, and make my ugly me. one and her cute Shut her cute up, face. Cute. Um, yeah, you can so see my pimple patch. <laughs> <laughs> I want it's a mind stone. I want to uh, talk about the show like overall, not just mm-hmm. the finale episode. So for me. Um, I actually give the show a uh, five out of ten. I five? think it, I think it's I, I do. I think it it was fun. It was original. It was different. It was um, it was it was artsy at times. It was it, it was it was definitely a challenge to make this film. <sighs> and now, just so you know, I when I like 
I'm going off the 10 scale because when I every time I used to see a movie, I would go on IMDb and rate it on my yeah. account. And if I love the movie, I typically give it an eight. So a five mm-hmm. is actually pretty generous oh, for okay. me. Like I love the Godzilla movie mm-hmm. and I gave that a five. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason I gave it a, a, a pretty much a half rated score is because I think a lot of the writing was a little amateurish. Now, a lot of the, some of the writing was very good and it, it was very, dang it. I thought switching the camera would fix that, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the writing was very good. They definitely had a great story. They definitely had a good, uh, good themes. They had, they had a reason to, for all these characters. I just think some of the actual exposition of some of it and execution of some of the things they were going for weren't exactly planned out as much as mm-hmm. I would have hoped they did. And it felt it, the, the show really felt like they had a good movie idea and they just stretched it out to make it episodical. Mm-hmm. And because I think if this was a movie, mm-hmm. it would have hit me a lot, a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, well, I'll get into that in a second, but if this well, was you just do tend to connect more with like shorter form. Yes, and I I think the audience does too. With with Marvel, we've been conditioned mm-hmm. because of the we're not used to hyping up hyping up the 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 execution of different events like the engineer mm-hmm. and what the purpose is of White Vision. If we were yeah. all sitting in a theater watching all these episodes at once, we but wouldn't we have time to set up our own expectations and mm-hmm. overhype things, and uh, we would. But is that the show's fault? Huh? But is that the show's fault? No, no, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It, it's not but it's um yeah after this last episode uh, i think for me it's it's like a five out of ten it mm-hmm. it was good it was fun energetic mm-hmm. um i just i think there was a lot of things for me personally that i think could have could have been a lot better rounded yeah, out of um and um yeah what about you overall so, like for the whole series what about you i mean i really enjoyed it i do agree there were some moments that could have been done better or stuff that i would have liked to happen but i feel like the show was made in a way that it is not only meant to be referencing like it's a show because it's referencing shows as a framing device that wanda has chosen because it just has a big meaning to her so i feel like it's not just like oh it would have been better as a movie i don't think it would have worked as well as a movie because it's inherently episodic with each different decade that they're going through it would have been kind of lost if they were just like everything bleeds into each other like definitely that needed to be tv Mm -hmm. exactly because also they're talking through the mode of television like the medium of television and referencing it's kind of like a love letter to not to be like oh this is a love letter to cinema but it's a love letter to tv which is not that often done like we get multiple movies like the artist in la la land that go about like oh my god cinema is great and it is but we i feel like tv isn't taken as seriously or given as much love as it should Mm -hmm. and this definitely was being like hey because we're starting with the whole phase four and the marvel tv shows let's do this and show that tv can be a medium for the mcu yeah and because of wandavision Mm -hmm. whether it was in your opinion good or bad or whether it was objectively bad if this was terrible right if this finale was god awful, this show still mm-hmm. is going to change oh, television. Yeah. You're going to see a lot more shows try and copy what WandaVision did. Mm-hmm. You're going to see people mo- like parroting 
old stuff now. Oh, yeah. We're going to see this type of mystery box set up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, we might even see a dome-like thing because mm-hmm. we had Under the Dome. Under the Dome. That was successful. It, I mean, then, there's a show, but it's not like that much relying on it, but it's like Goldbergs. I never watched it, but I saw some commercials for it and I thought it was like a special that they were doing where it's like in the past. So there is shows kind of like that or like speaking of like Randall Park, I used to be like a big fan of Fresh Off the Boat, like which is like based in the nineties. Yeah. Wasn't oh, he? I have no he? idea. I didn't see it. Wait, hold on. I might be completely wrong. Park. Um thank you, Josh, for your comment on our shirts. He yes, says he, he loves is the our dad. shirts. Oh, okay, cool. Uh thank you. Yes, I was like, I was seeing him on Fresh Off the Boat. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love Chris's. Mm-hmm. Um if you had to if you had to rate it but do you do that or no the thing is like i do want to get better at rating the thing is i just like when i really like something i like try to like bump it up i also think that this wasn't only a show just for the sake of making a show and it was trying to tell something a little bit deeper about wanda and her life and also i just really do it a lot but But I normally, I mean, I, I've, we've talked about how, like, I want to get into, like, reviewing stuff some point. Mm-hmm. And I thought that instead of, like, giving a score, I would be like, hey, you would like this if you like this. Oh, yeah. So what would you compare this to? I mean, I'd probably still be like, it's very good. <laughs> but I would say if you are a fan of, like, TV, not only now, but, like, if you ever grew up with, like, shows like what it's referencing for sure like is this your jam also if you like more in like not not to say like introspective but like trying to be more understanding of like what characters are going through especially if they've had like trauma and trying to like go past it that would be also a good thing if you're interested in like stuff like that and (laughs) also just you like cool characters and very like aesthetically pleasing like production design <laughs> yeah and also the marvel <laughs> so um we're kind of running out of time but oh, i sorry. want to i want to talk about like the emotional moments of this which i think are the strongest <laughs> moments of all of wandavision um but before we get into it i think some of the emotional moments in this show is something that uh the mcu kevin feige the mm-hmm. creators have to be careful of going forward because mm-hmm. One thing that we've seen over and over in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is people dying multiple times. Mm-hmm. And or saying goodbye. Or saying goodbye multiple times. Wanda and Vision have said goodbye three times. Mm-hmm. And, and they said, each... and we'll probably say hello again. And yeah. that broke me. And I'm like, yeah, it's that, that was true, cute. though. That was cute. <laughs> like... I, I want to get into it. But one thing I think the MCU needs to be cautious of when tiptoeing into future movies is we we're, we know now that if a, if spider-man dies mm-hmm. if some if some anybody dies mm-hmm. they're probably going to be back except if you're and, tony except if you're tony I, I still think iron man will come back in some way though maybe maybe but it'd be cool if he was the new ai instead of like like something happened with friday and then the glasses is tony yeah but the point i'm getting to is we have we have extremely powerful people in mm-hmm. the mcu we have Captain Marvel. We have like Scarlet Witch. People that seem invincible. And when we keep, which means that they're getting, it's getting harder and harder for people to be killed or mm-hmm. or to die 
if natural causes in general. And we're ta- we're kind of taking away the emotion the emotional hit of of them losing each other and their relationships with mm-hmm. each other. And with the the this Wanda and Vision goodbye, which was very sad and it did affect me. Mm-hmm. It I it would have affected me even it affected me more the first time in Infinity War. Yeah. When they said goodbye and, and he was like, um, it has to be you. I only see right. you. Oh my god. That that hit me harder than this one. And this one was executed way better. Yeah. It was so beautiful. The thing is it was the first time. Also it was improvised. What by the solo outro? The no not this one, but the I just feel you and the whole things like were oh, in really? infinity. Yeah. They said that it was improvised. Oh. So they were basically told like hey well you guys take the script or also you can add stuff if you want to. And I feel like that just shows I just love how Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen played their characters. You can tell they have so much love for these characters. They know their characters. Yeah. I mean, Elizabeth Olsen has been wanting House of M to be made for like ages. And also like just like her storyline and her being the Scarlet Witch, her having a proper outfit, like stuff like that. Like she loves this character. Yeah. So I just think that it was really emotional how they can play these characters, not only in like the scenes that they've had in the MCU, but here how like the tender moments of them, like holding hands, like touching Vision's face, Vision holding her hands, like all of that. Sorry, I'm just getting really emotional, (laughs) but I just think, oh, look at them. They're all so cute and sweet. I just, I love them so much. Yeah. And Josh says the final goodbyes from the kids and Vision were gut-wrenching. Oh, my God. So that was a very beautiful scene. It shows the hex closing in around them. And they, and she doesn't even, like, tell them they're going to die. She just says, hey, like, have a good night. We'll see you in the morning type of thing. Or, like, thank you guys for being you. I think it's Wiccan knows. Wiccan I think knows? Wiccan knows that they're dying. Oh. Because he can see what's going on around oh him. yeah, like, yeah. He has perception and maybe even, like future powers so like he knows what's and coming. they saw themselves like fade away already so they knew it was coming yeah and they, but they handled it like champs yeah and I was like i wish <laughs> people who are older than them were as mature as these like week old 10 <laughs> year olds uh-huh. <laughs> and the goodbye with vision was oh, that that the the pacing of that scene with her and vision just kind of holding hands just looking out the window looking back at each other and it was kind of stressful for me because yeah. i was like say something I'm like, I it's know, coming I'm just like, the wall is coming your, your time is running out like kiss her, <laughs> Tell kiss her. I'm just like, Come on, like i was gonna lose my mind if it just like happened and she was like said it after i would have Oh, baby. I I just really love them. They're so cute. I know. And then uh, what was the final line? Uh, we'll say goodbye so we can say hello and, again. Uh, oh, we'll say hello again. Yeah. And it's kind of so like sweet. how when Loki was saying like, um, what was it Asgard or the sun will shine on us again? Something like that. And Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And that will... <laughs> That line will play very important going forward, I believe. Yeah. I think that ending line um, I, with and with the kids, uh, Vision and the kids will be back. Some form of Wanda yeah. is going to come back. There might, Here's a weird theory. There might be a possibility that there will be two Wandas in the future. Mm-hmm. One is the astral 
version of her and one is the real life version and like oh okay and like she's so powerful she duplicates herself Mm -hmm. and one of which becomes evil oh so she's her own worst enemy exactly i mean that's (laughs) what the show was yeah that's what this wandavision was she's she has to like um you know she's fighting herself this entire time and i don't know maybe it'll happen again maybe i don't know if vision will literally come back and like how you were saying that people like marvel should be careful and not bring people back i feel like they did that a lot in the beginning with like fake deaths and stuff like that but i feel like starting with infinity war and stuff like that they kind of just went like hey yeah they're dead Mm -hmm. and if they come back it's like with black widow with like a prequel movie and stuff like that i don't think that they would try to cheapen it with trying to bring everyone back so much now, unless it's like established. And I mean, I do agree that like the first time was pretty bad with like, like bad isn't like affecting with like Wanda and Vision, like having to part and it being through her hand. But I also thought that it's even worse because she basically brought him back, made a new one. And had to go through the same thing again, which is basically the cycle running for a third time. Yeah. And her already knowing that it's going to happen, but she went through it anyway, just because she wanted those extra moments with Vision. Yeah. She didn't get to live the life that they were planning. So she's like, I'm going to make it happen no matter how short it is. Mm -hmm. And it's not like she didn't think that was going to end at any point. But to her, it seemed worth it. Yeah. Yeah. The The emotion, emotional impact of WandaVision is definitely, uh, I think, its strongest um, point to the mm. show. And I think um, Jack Schaefer and Matt Shackman will be collaborating again mm. in the future on another show. And I think another show they might have planned will be on Wicked and Speed. And that could also bring back in Wanda, Vision, Mm. anything like that. And uh, Jack Jack, uh, Schaefer uh, wrote um, Black Widow. So they're already heavily involved in Marvel Cinematic Universe. But yes, the show was a huge success. Highest rated show in the world of all time. (laughs) And... As it should be. (laughs) As as it should be. And I'm curious to see about Falcon and the Winter Soldier because Mm -hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be a very different show compared to WandaVision. And are they going to rely on this week-to-week like um, cliffhanger-type motive that WandaVision did? I don't think so. I think it's going to be more of... More straightforward. More of like, yeah, an episodical type of show where each each Mm -hmm. episode is a new like challenge or mission or something similar to Mandalorian. Because, like, we already know, like, the characters, first off, pretty much. Yeah. And then second, we know who the villain is. It We don't know exactly what's happening, but it's not like it could be literally anything. Yeah. Like, it's not like Baron Zemo was a red herring. I, I mean, unless it is. Could and be. And it's like, could I be. don't know. 
the one, silver surfer for one thing i think we've learned Galactus. is to never trust uh like marvel marvel, <laughs> marvel trailers yeah because they like to they like to, they like to throw us off a little bit that is very true but i feel like i hope that it's going to be more like a show version of oh thank you josh you're so sweet <laughs> I I think <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just realized like how embarrassing it is that I just had like a, no, a small it's, breakdown it's live on I'm YouTube. Sure, I'm sure <laughs> and on Twitch and too. Facebook or whatever. <laughs> I'm just here like, hey, you want you guys want to cry with me? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um in Midsummer when everyone's crying, but it's only me crying this time, and they're just like. No, it's okay. Uh, I feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be like a f- more lighthearted version and show version of like the Winter Soldier movie. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more like a spy thriller. I hope so. I hope action. we get espionage. I hope so. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be as like serious mm-hmm. and stuff, but I feel like it will be more that tone and style, like more of an action straightforward show and not like focused on trying to decipher everything magic and mr x at every corner it will be more like deceit action yeah definitely couples therapy <laughs> exactly well i want to uh start closing out because han is hungry yes and um hungry. i need a han burger hungry <laughs> uh like josh said last yes. week um so buddy cop uh, yes buddy cop <laughs> literally yeah so uh, I just want to say that the sh- it was a it was a great ride. We had fun doing the after show. We're going to do more Marvel stuff on Fridays, and we're going to have a Falcon Winter Soldier show whenever that in two weeks. It comes out in two weeks, so we're going to start doing oh, that as well. <laughs> on Monday, we're going live again with more Star Wars talk. There was some interesting, very interesting stuff that came out of Star Wars this week, <laughs> and I'm very intrigued to talk about it. I don't know how I'm going to talk about it. Uh, I'll give you a little hint: rock and roll. Okay, so. Wait, and then am i not in the loop i'm kind of confused now i'll ask you later also yeah, we have a really come, cool interview coming up yes so either next week or two weeks from now we're going I, I interviewed a very special guest who was involved with the making of star wars and actually had some input on a certain character that i will be announcing very soon hint hint it was from star wars rebels and uh, she's also a friend of ours, mm-hmm. so uh, we had a great conversation. Lots of insight, and it's uh, the first interview she's done about this type of stuff. So mm-hmm. it'll be exciting. It'll be very exciting, and uh, you guys will get to meet her. So come back for that. Stay tuned. I, I don't know when it's coming Send out it yet, to your but friends. I'll tell you once once I figure out a date to release it. But um, thank you guys for joining us live. Do you have anything last words to say about WandaVision? Oh my god, I had some stuff I hadn't been mentioning. Let me see. Yeah, go look. I just want to show this one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought this was really funny. <laughs> it's a little bit into the lighter note, I think. I just, I mean, yeah, it's, I like WandaVision, big surprise. I feel like this is pretty straightforward. Um, if I come up with anything else that I forgot to say, I guess I will shout it randomly in the middle of the Winter Soldier Falcon show. <laughs> and i'd be like oh my god did you guys remember when this happened <laughs> or we could or i mean they're gonna have a if you guys don't know they're having a oh, the assembled, uh, right? wandavision assembled behind the scenes 
miniseries coming out um, next or actually uh, this. What day is today? Saturday. Next Friday. So check out uh, Disney Plus for that and you'll see that coming out a little behind the scenes stuff. So we might actually do another WandaVision show if there's some stuff to talk about. Um, Did you have something else to show? I wanted to show a meme. Okay. It's not really a meme. I just thought it was cool. That's from the behind the scenes? Yeah, it's from the behind the scenes, so it's a little preview before we get into There we go. Little Paul Bettany pudge. Oh, I love <laughs> He's got a fupa like me. <laughs> he's really, he's just like us, a, syn- a synthesoid with an appetite and a normal body. <laughs> also, he has a little like dot face mapping. That's how they do the... Makes sense. Because I was thinking like he's got the full makeup on, but also he doesn't. And also he has like the effects. I'm like, how? <gasps> also, I don't know if I got the photo of it. Sorry. The effects of vision vanishing this. It, it not only destroyed me, but also as like a person who's like really into like visual stuff, I'm just like dying. <laughs> I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Because it wasn't like the glitching or the tearing apart anymore. It was her also taking back the Mind Stone fragments that she used yeah. to make him as in like he'll be with her regardless. So technically, if she looks at herself in the mirror, they will say hello again. He is not yeah. only in her heart, but within her. And not in like an innuendo way. Like he is literally with her at all times. Yeah. And like like the vision said, uh, when you take something apart and put it back together, it is something brand new. Mm-hmm. Hence her turning into the Scarlet Witch. Yes. So all of that was relevant to the, the major yeah, themes of the story. Like it all literally. She's no longer Wanda anymore. She's the Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've watched live, if you were with us for the whole stream, thank you so much thank for joining you. us. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, you know, hit the like button down there too. It helps out so much. Tell your friends. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, or on Twitch, check it out on Spotify, yes. Apple, Overcast, yeah. Stitcher, Amazon, anywhere you can find podcasts. There's extra Hi. content on the podcast channel, so you can check that out. Mm-hmm. And again, the interview is coming soon. We will be live on Monday with more Star Wars talk. Uh, thank you, Josh, for all of your comments. Thank you, Yay. Luca, for all of your comments. Mm-hmm. And we will see you guys again very soon. Chris will be back. Don't worry. She's not gone. Until then, you can follow her on at I am Race Crispy, and you can follow me at Han Talks That's First. Great. Fun stuff going on on our social medias. So thank you so much for joining us today. And somehow, someway, somewhere this yeah. week, may the force be with you. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> may the force be with you. Cool.